Here comes summer School is out, oh happy day Here comes summer I'm gonna grab my girl and run away Here comes summer We'll go swimming every day And let the sun shine bright On my happy summer home Well, school's not so bad, but summer's better It gives me more time to see my girl Who walks through the park neath the shining moon When we kiss, she makes my flat top curl It's summer I feel her lips so close to mine Here comes summer Entwine, it's the greatest. Let's have summer all the time and let the sun shine bright on my happy summer home. Here comes summer, here comes summer, almost June, the sun is bright. Here comes summer, here comes summer, drive in movies every night. Double features, double features, lots more time to hold her tight. So let the sun shine bright on my happy summer home. Well, I belong to hold my girl beside me, sit by the lake to one or two. Go for a drive in the summer moon, a dream of love the whole night through. It's summer, she'll be with me every day. Here comes summer. Joe's Cafe, if she's willing, we'll go steady right away, let the sun shine bright on my happy summer home, let the sun shine bright, well here comes summertime at last. Yes, it is uh, the very last Sunday in April, which means summer is on its way. Now, I might think that, um, we, you know, we, we're looking forward to the sun, we're looking forward to the warmer weather, and that's going to boost our mood. Well, for many of us, it actually does. But it seems that seasonal affective disorder can also affect people in the summertime. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, thank you for jo- uh, tuning in. I'm Joy. You are listening to Telling Your Story on Cam Glen Radio. Lots of good music and a bit of chat coming up.
Well, that was the alarm with rain in the summertime. And before that was Jerry Keller with Here Comes Summer, because it is indeed coming up to summer. We had Beltane yesterday and we've got the 1st of May celebrations tomorrow. So why are some people not looking forward to it? Well, I I was doing a wee bit of um, searching online uh, because I was finding it difficult to sleep over the past few days. Uh, And that's just by doing really well with my sleep over the the, the few months before that. And just when I was, you know, uh, searching, um, something popped up that I hadn't actually heard before. Now, I've heard of seasonal seasonal affective disorder, most commonly known as SAD. But a lot of came this page that talked about summertime seasonal affective disorder. So, of course, I had to have a look. And it seems that seasonal depression, which most often kicks in on gloomy winter days, um, has another less common type of seasonal depression that arrives on sunny spring or summer days. And according to experts, it's just as serious. So we're going to be talking about that today. Uh, well, one of the quotes I found was from Samar McCutcheon, MD, who's a, a psychiatrist specialising in uh, depressive bipolar and anxiety disorders. And she says, it's important to remember that everyone's different. And while most seasonal episodes of depression occur in the winter, up to 30% of people will experience summer depression. People with summer pattern seasonal affective disorder, a.k.a reverse sad, typically experience common symptoms of depression for about four or five months each year when the weather is warmer. Well, that really caught my attention. I thought, I want to know more about this. And the more I found out, the more I thought, I really want to share this with um, the, the listener on telling your story. So thank you for tuning in. And we are going to be talking about summertime sad. And we're going to start with the signs and symptoms after this next bit of music. Oh, yeah. 
this morning with Junior Wells. Nothing like a nice bit of blues to actually make you feel better when you're feeling down. So thanks for tuning in to Telling Your Story today here on Cam Glen Radio. My name is Joy and we are talking about summertime seasonal affective disorder. Apparently it affects about 30% of the population and yet I hadn't heard about it until uh, a few days ago. So I'm really glad to be able to bring you this show and talk about summertime sad. So first up we're going to talk about signs and symptoms and see if you recognise any of this. So some of the symptoms include feeling depressed most of the day, almost every day, having low energy levels, losing interest in activities you used to enjoy, difficulty concentrating or feeling hopeless or worthless. So those are some of the standard um, symptoms when you have depression. And in addition, people with summer pattern seasonal affective disorder may experience agitation and restlessness, anxiety, insomnia, lack of appetite, maybe resulting in weight loss, instances of aggressive or maybe even violent behaviour at times. And according to the National Institute for Health and Medicine, a, a, a doctor or a mental health professional may diagnose and treat you for summer pattern uh, seasonal affective disorder if you have symptoms of major depression. Perhaps you have depressive episodes that happen in the summer months for at least two years in a row. And you tend to have depressive episodes more frequently during the summer than at any other point of the year. So what causes summertime SAD to strike us? Well, although experts don't know exactly what causes summer pattern SAD, like all mental disorders or, or problems with mental health, it's likely related to a variety of factors, and they may be biological, environmental, and also psychological factors. Summertime can be a time for fun, relaxation and freedom from school, work and other obligations. But for those people vulnerable to depression, summertime can feel like too big and too sudden of a change. And that uh, has come from Karen Lim, MD, who's a psychiatrist uh, in California. Um, And she specialises in both general and child and adolescent psychiatry. On a biological level, some research suggests, like other forms of major depressive disorder, it may be partially linked to the brain chemical serotonin. Um, Other research, though, indicates that some people with SAD produce too much melatonin, which is a hormone that affects your sleep cycle, which may leave you fatigued. And in people with SAD, these changes to serotonin, melatonin levels can make it difficult to adjust to longer or shorter days, disrupting your daily routine as well as your sleep, behaviour and mood. 
what's more, the risk of developing SAD is higher if you're female, you have a relative with a mental illness, or you have major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, or another mental illness or, or mental health problem. Well, how do you know if it's seasonal affective disorder or the summertime blues? Well, we're going to talk about that after another bit of music. And um, it's Eddie Hayward with Soft Summer Breeze. Haywood there with Soft Summer Breeze. That was a lovely, gentle piece of music. And uh, in between talking about summertime seasonal affective disorder, uh, we're going to be playing some more uh, nice music to do with the time of year and maybe to do with how we're feeling as well. But back to how you know if it's seasonal affective disorder or the summertime blues that you might be experiencing. Well, even if someone doesn't have depression, they can still go through a less severe version of warm weather mood changes, often revert to the summertime blues. It's not an official diagnosis because symptoms by definition aren't severe enough to be categorised as depression. And experts say it's difficult to estimate how many people are affected. Melissa Shepherd, MD, uh, says it's certainly something that we see in clinical practice. 
symptoms are similar to that of seasonal affective disorder in that it's low mood and a lack of energy, but less debilitating. Summertime blues, like SAD, can have a range of causes. The glumness may stem from schedule changes, including having fewer or more disrupted routines in the, in the summer. We know that having a routine is really important in preventing depression. So when our schedules and our routines are disrupted, that can make us feel perhaps a little bit, um, you know, out of step with ourselves or uh, indeed a little bit out of control of ourselves as well. And uh, these summertime blues can, can result. Parents of young children may suddenly find themselves having to keep their kids entertained during the workday instead of being able to send them to school or nursery. Or in the case of students on summer, summer holidays, they no longer have classes or activities to fill their day. And for some, those disruptions can be stressful. The weather can be another contributor to summertime blues. We, we tend to think that the sun comes out and makes you feel better. And of course, with many of us, a little bit of that really does help, particularly after what seems like a very long winter, after um, uh, three years of, of long winters. However, many people can find the heat and humidity to be intolerable, even here in Scotland some days, leading them to maybe hole up in their homes and keep their curtains closed and avoid exercising or, or cooking because of the weather. Isolation, inactivity and eating unhealthily, um, maybe like unhealthy takeout, takeout, can all contribute to low moods and low energy levels. And as is the case for seasonal affective disorder, longer days and shorter nights can interrupt sleeping patterns causing people to have less energy during the day. Well, what I was describing there was summertime blues, and I couldn't resist. But I'm playing a, a, a different version of summertime blues. This is, this is actually a bit of country music by Alan Jackson. get a date. My boss says no dice, son, you gotta work late. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do, cause there ain't no cure for the summertime blues. Well, my mom and papa told me, son, you gotta make some money. If you wanna use a car to go right next Sunday. Well, I didn't go to work till the boss I was sick Now you can't use a car cause you didn't work a lick Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do Cause there ain't no cure for the summertime blues Take two weeks. 
I'm gonna take my problem to the United Nations Well, I called the congressman and he said, quote I'd like to help your son, but you're too young to vote Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do Cause there ain't no cure for the summertime blues Jackson with a Summertime Blues. You know the song? You've maybe never heard that version before. Um, so, uh, how do we cope with a summertime seasonal affective disorder? Well, that's what we're going to uh, talk about for the rest of today's Telling Your Story. And whether you're struggling with summertime blues or, or clinically diagnosed summer pattern depression, there are quite a few strategies uh, that can help you manage your symptoms. Of course, they're not a replacement for medical treatment um, if your symptoms are severe. So bear that in mind. But we're going to start with identifying your summertime triggers. So Dr. McCutcheon that we heard from earlier on um, says pinpointing what triggers your summertime blues you uh, sorry <laughs> what triggers your summertime blues can help you zero in on the best coping strategies for you possible triggers include heat and humidity maybe financial stresses related to a need for more childcare or or um, holiday activities and perhaps even body image issues made worse by wearing warm weather clothing that shows more skin Another trigger can be the expectation of summertime bliss. Oh, yeah, we talk about looking forward to summer, but that puts some pressure on us, just like some other holiday holiday times in the year. Um, one of the hardest parts of summer depression is people are expected to be happiest in summer, but this can cause people who experience summer depression to feel especially bad about having depressive symptoms. Some experts believe that exposure to intense direct sunlight can tri- contribute to summertime depression and that wearing sunglasses outdoor during the hotter months may actually help. Worth a try. Well, at any time of year, um, difficulties with sleep can really affect your mood and your mental health and your physical health too. Uh, and certainly when it comes to summertime seasonal affective disorder, it is helpful and really important for us to make sleep and quality sleep a priority. People with summertime depression 
can develop insomnia or irregular sleep schedules. The long sunny days and warm nights can make it hard to sleep, which can harm mental well-being. But prioritising and regulating your sleep can improve your, your um, mood. Turning to online relaxation aids and some of the apps that you can get may help you get some solid shut-eye. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be uh, you know, on a phone or anything like that, though. You can actually uh, perhaps spend some time during the day relaxing and experiencing uh, some of these helps and relaxation aids too. But some of the options uh, that are suggested could be nature sounds or white noise. Or binaural beats, which is a, a sound illusion created by listening to two tones with different frequencies simultaneously. On the other hand, of course, it may be helpful to completely unplug from technology before bed. Using smartphones, laptops and tablets before turning in can disrupt melatonin production and raise anxiety and stress, making it more difficult to drift off to sleep. Although some research suggests that an overproduction of melatonin in the body may play a role in seasonal affective disorder, you may benefit from a low dose of melatonin an hour before bedtime if disturbed sleep is having a negative impact on your mental health and other relaxation techniques maybe aren't helping. Melatonin can help to restore the body's usual sleep-wake pattern. But don't just uh, buy by your own, speak to a healthcare provider uh, who might understand more about melatonin and the appropriate doses for you. Well, we'll talk about more ways uh, you can support yourself if you're experiencing seasonal SAD. But we're going to have another bit of music. I mentioned earlier that uh, tomorrow's 1st of May, but yesterday we were celebrating Beltane. Well, here's T-Rex with Ride a White Swan. <laughs>
You're listening to Telling Your Story. I'm Joy and today we are talking about summertime seasonal affective disorder. We're working through this wonderful list of ways that you can support yourself if you're experiencing any of those symptoms. And now we're going to have a chat about establishing a routine and sticking with it. Of course, this can help at any time of year uh, with your well-being as well as your uh, mental and physical health. But it's uh, also helpful at this time of year uh, to alleviate some of the, the, the symptoms or maybe even prevent some of the, the occurrence of seasonal affective disorder. And following a consistent routine can help you feel more motivated and put together. Acknowledging that this is often easier said than done, of course, for people who might be experiencing depression. The schedule should start uh, with the basics. Wake up time. Make it the same every, every day. Brushing your teeth and bathing time. Your meal times. Schedule for any medications. And bedtime. Try and get to bed about the same time every evening. So that your body and your mind can start to wind, wind down because it knows it's coming. Beyond this, if you feel comfortable, add time for family, social, self-care, exercise and creative activities. How can you help yourself stick to a routine? Well, write your routine down in a calendar or planner. Use a scheduling or productivity app. Set reminder alarms for different parts of your routine. Write memos for yourself on sticky notes. Ask loved ones to help you stay on track. And let's move on to um, top tip number four. Make space for your emotions. When you're overwhelmed by your emotions, it can cause you to shut down. Providing a space to actually experience the feelings helps our bodies to not have to shut down as much. It's recommended a minimum of 10 minutes a day to sit in a quiet space, close your eyes and feel all your feelings. And this can be guided or done on your own. There's no right way to meditate like this or be mindful of what's happening inside of you. And of course, it can also be very helpful to listen to music at that time. And uh, now we're going to listen to something by Zoe called Sunshine on a Rainy Day. See you. 
I thought I'd enjoy that. You do? Yeah. What does it do for you? It makes me, my confidence is getting a bit more confidence, you know, trying to sing. Because I know I can't sing. Oh, you can, Jim. Oh, you definitely yeah. can. That's, that's what we're saying, though. I know everybody's going to be fantastic singers, but yeah, yeah. Well, we've all got, got, got music in yeah. us. I'll tell you what, son. We've all got music in us. All this music stuff, a lot of years ago, we were able to sing every word of every 60s, 70s, 80s, dance away to it. Oh, there was some uh, familiar uh, voices there for me. That was Eastcroft, and um, they had a, a singing course a number of years back. And, um, you know, we went along and had a chat with them uh, about what it means for them. And, of course, creativity is one of the ways to uh, regulate your emotions, to enjoy your emotions and express them, whatever they are. And uh, they can be particularly helpful at this time of year as well. I mean, as um, the, the participant was saying there, I mean, there was a time we used to know all the words to all the songs and we'd, we'd enjoy singing them and, and maybe we should bring that back as well. Uh, yeah, stir, stir your spirit and release uh, those feelings. Well, seasonal affective disorder in the summertime. We're talking about how to cope with it. Creativity is one of them. Singing, of course, is definitely one of them. But here's another tip. Number five, create a values and actions list. Well, what do we mean by that? Well, identifying your core values are the principles that matter most to you. They can help you set up a doable and effective daily routine. Remember, we were saying that routine is important for um, you know, coping maybe with challenging uh, thoughts and feelings. So anything you can do to, to help you establish that effective daily routine is helpful. And a values and actions list is one of the ways to do that. And how do you do it? Well, you can make a list of your top three to five values in life, such as spending time with friends or eating healthy, delicious food. You'll know your own values. These are just examples. And for each of those values, come up with one or two actions that you can do to accomplish each value. So, for example, if seeing friends is one of your values, one behaviour to accomplish it could be reaching out to a friend, give, you know, sending a text or making a phone call or walking over and chapping their door and seeing if they're in. And you can make plans together. So that helps um, having something in your diary and a routine uh, as well. And striving to accomplish at least one of your values every day. No need to put pressure on and try to do a full list. Just do one every day. It gives you a sense of purpose and something to help you get out of bed in the morning and, and, and look forward to. Tip number six, avoid what you might call depression traps. Well, you, you may have heard that phrase before. and um, If not, well, sometimes the ways people try to cope with depression aren't in their best interest and excessively engaging them to uh, can lead to hard-to-break habits, unhealthy coping mechanisms we're talking about here. And they are, you know, common depression traps and unhealthy coping behaviours. And they can include eating when you're bored but not hungry, 
Put your hand up if you've ever done that. You can see my hand up maybe in the, or you can imagine my hand up in the, um, uh, the studio here. Blaming yourself constantly for how you're feeling or what's going on around you. Getting stuck in this hoop of play, playing video games for hours and hours. Oh, so easy to do that. If, if you're someone who does play video games, you can easily kind of get trapped into it. And before you know it, it's three o'clock in the morning. And you haven't even felt tired. It might be that you're spending a lot of time browsing on your phone or your laptop. Maybe even gambling online. Spending beyond your means or, or needs online and in stores. And it's so easy to do that these days. It's, uh, you know, we don't just have fast food. We've got fast buying as well. Sometimes you just click a button and you've, you've bought your item um, in the, the online shop if they've already got your credit card details. And, of course, there's drinking excessive amounts of alcohol or maybe using uh, substances, other substances like drugs. Uh, or misusing prescription drugs. And certainly with alcohol, you can sometimes justify it at this time of year and saying, ah, oh, but it's summer, I'm just going to have, you know, a glass of something just to help me relax in the, in the sunshine. And before you know it, maybe you've had two, three, or you're doing this every day. So absolutely be aware of these depression traps. Well, number seven is keep it cool. Although you may feel pressured to enjoy the outdoors when the weather's nice, some experts say seeking shade, making sure that you're, you've got the air conditioning on or you know maybe standing in front of one of those fans. And um, staying in indoor spaces can help you avoid a dip in your mood if one of your triggers is, is the heat. Staying indoors during peak heat or humidity um, research suggests that high temperatures can make some people feel agitated, stressed or and depressed. So to stay cool, we're advised to stay hydrated throughout the day. And that's important, particularly to drink water. And sometimes if you're drinking fizzy juices, it can be full of sugar and that can actually dehydrate you further. Fatigue related uh, to dehydration can sneak, sneak up on you faster than you might expect, particularly in hot weather. Use sunscreen to prevent sunburn. But we, we know that from the, the point of view of uh, physical health, but it helps um, with our mental health too. And wear hats and lightweight clothes that cover your skin, plus sunglasses to protect your, your face and body from the sun's harmful ultraviolet rays and also has the um, uh, the benefit of making you feel a little bit cooler as well you know you're you're assuming that um, if the the light's a little dimmer uh, that you're actually feeling a little cooler as well and everything helps well uh yeah it's actually after after a quarter to two gosh time really goes quickly uh, but it's definitely time for another bit of music and here's Elkie Brooks with Sunshine After the Rain Everywhere I go I see a face we used to know I pass a place we used to go when you were mine. 
Elkie Brooks there with sunshine after the rain. It's, uh, it's been a rainy morning and uh, I think it's a drizzly afternoon as well. But let's hope we maybe have a little bit of sunshine to balance it out, if not later on today, then perhaps tomorrow. You never know. It's a bank holiday weekend and so often the rainy for us, but we can keep hoping, can't we? Well, we were talking about um, you know the importance maybe of coming away from your screens uh, before you go to bed, uh, but that that is helpful throughout the day as well. So, tip number eight out of our eleven today of how to cope with summertime seasonal affective disorder: take a social media break. Although social media can help people stay connected to others. As downsides for mental health, says Clarissa Silva, who's a master of social work, a behavioural scientist, researcher and a relationship coach. And she says overexposure to social media 
has been linked to higher levels of loneliness, envy, anxiety, depression, narcissism and disc, uh, decreased social skills. If scrolling through social media triggers any of these reactions for you, it might help to limit your exposure to social media or try a digital detox, a period of time where you stop using social media or electronic devices. Silva explains, optimally, limiting your social media time to 30 minutes per day can enhance outlook, increase positive thoughts and reduce rumination. As with many of these, it's easier said than done, particularly if you do tend to spend a lot of time um, on social media. Maybe that's the way you stay connected. So, uh, you know, think about your own personal situation. It might be that you realise you're spending several hours a day on social media. So try cutting it down. Maybe not to 30 minutes a day right away. Maybe not. 30 minutes a day at all but try cutting it down and um, you know sort of looking ahead and looking away from uh, screens for at least uh, a bit more of your day well tip number nine for parents with seasonal affective disorder in summertime share responsibilities with other parents one of the biggest shifts that happens during the warmer months is summer um, holidays for school-aged children young adults Daily challenges can become more manageable for parents with summer pattern SAD uh, when you and other parents tackle them together. For many, trying to manage work and life, it can become stressful when you try to take everything on by yourself. If you have children, try and identify a network so that you can share responsibilities with other parents in, in order to relieve daily life stressors. One example is starting um, a carpool or, you know, sharing driving with other parents by alternating who drops the kids off for day camp or other summer activities and who picks them up. Number 10, build self-care into your schedule. Self-care is not an indulgence. Allowing time for relaxation, social activities and other feel-good needs helps keep you healthy and helps you tackle your daily responsibilities more easily and effectively. Including elements in your day that help you recharge and replenish is restorative and preventative for your, uh, for your mental health, explains Silva. It may be easier to think of these self-care activities as extremely important appointments with a VIP that should not be missed. Put them in your diary or on your planner. Make them important. Because they are. Well, how much is enough? Well, it's recommended fitting in a minimum of one self-care activity for at least 15 minutes uninterrupted each week. And if you have time, aim for three activities or more each week. Maybe even every day. Some examples might be reading or journaling your emotions. Practicing positive self uh, sorry, <laughs> practicing positive self-talk, if you can pronounce it. Uh, playing with your pet, listening to music, and uh, obviously that comes up quite, quite often for us, and we spoke about that earlier as well. And of course, taking a walk, which we champion in, in healthy and happy, and we have um, walking groups that you can uh, join as well. Maybe try a new recipe. Uh, something with um, perhaps healthier food uh, ingredients in it. And of course, exercising and spending one-on-one -on -one time with a close friend or family member. 
Well, it's uh, five to two. We've got um, five minutes left. We've got a lovely piece of music coming up. But we've also got a, a final um, tip to help you uh, cope with seasonal affective disorder if it impacts you in the summertime as well. And uh, you're not alone if you find yourself experiencing some of the symptoms of low energy and fatigue and, and maybe even depression. 30% of us are impacted by it. But as we've heard uh, throughout this show, there are lots of self-help top tips that you can put into practice that, that may help. And our final one today relates to what we were talking about, um, you know, about uh, the uh, you know, body image issues that, that can sometimes come up during the summer because we're wearing different clothes. We tend to, you know, take off our jackets and our jumpers and we maybe even feel like we're on show a little bit more. But remember, you know, actually we're, 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 we've all changed our wardrobe during the summer. And it makes sense to keep cool that we, we do that. And our body image issues do tend to worsen during the summer, especially because of the lighter clothing and the bathing suits and so on uh, that we are much more common for us during the hotter months. Well, advice from um, Dr. Shepherd is remind yourself that when you're out in public, you're not in the spotlight. Everyone is likely more focused on themselves than on you. You may be worrying about how to look, how you look in your bikini, you know, by the pool, but actually the person next to you isn't worried about how you look. They're worrying about how they look, she says. Bring your mind back to the idea that you're not sticking out, there is no spotlight on you, and other people are not as worried about that stuff as you think they are. But whether you think you have summertime blues or summer pattern SAD, see a mental health professional, if you need it, can help prevent your symptoms from snowballing into a more severe mental health issue. So it's important to seek out support as, as soon as you feel that uh, perhaps you're in a downward spiral. But hopefully during this summer, applying some of these self-help tips that won't happen. Maybe your mood will find an upward spiral. And remember the power of music to to help with that. And of course, here at Cam Glen Radio, we're here, we're playing music every day. And we've got some good music this afternoon. Four o'clock, we've got Frank Murphy uh, with a couple of hours of fantastic stuff from the 60s and 70s. And coming up after telling your story, we have Alan Stevenson with, with uh, his fantastic choices of music too. Well, today we're going to finish with a little bit of a nice summary song by Donovan. Thanks very much for, for tuning in. Enjoy your summer. Uh, we t- telling your story will be back next week. And meanwhile, here's Sunshine Superman. Bye. Sunshine came softly through my But I've I changed my ways 
Tell you right now. 